Oh, okay. We're on. We are here. <laughs> <laughs> what up, everybody? Coming at you, everybody. Uh, man, uh, we're coming at you post double or nothing. We're a day late, not a dollar short because we were trying to enjoy our Memorial Day. It's weird to have a pay-per-view on Memorial Day Sunday because mm-hmm. you, Monday is like a holiday, right? So you're like, yo, uh, we all have we're doing things. But what I'm saying is too low. That's what I'm saying yep. is. uh but WWE never had like a Monday pay per view, right? They don't. They're not like about like the day before you go back to work. But I don't remember any WWE pay per views that were Memorial Day Sunday. Not that this is that interesting or important, but I am thinking that WWE has my entire life, you know, yeah, has been the I, it, the feeling of fuck. It's Sunday, which means when I wake up the next day, I got to go to school or work. And WWE has always been that, like, yeah, but Sunday's going to be cool because it's a pay-per-view. Yeah. You know, it's always been like, oh, the day before I go, like, I love that feeling of I got, you know, HBO dominated Sunday in a similar fashion, you know? And, and, right? And they had that, like, let's. so I really hate wrestling pay-per-views when the next day is a non-work school day. Huh. <laughs> Do you ever think about that? Very interesting. Because I rarely, uh, I know I'm doing nothing the day before a work or school day night. And uh, a lot of times I make plans not realizing there's a wrestling pay-per-view because now I know the next going. day I have all. Do you understand? I will, I will say. AEW is not good at scheduling around the way I like to watch wrestling, which is on the night before a school night. I like huh. wrestling pay-per-views on school nights. Not going to lie, I was in the pool, and I was like, oh, shit, what time is it? Yeah. I'm like, there's a fucking pay-per-view on tonight. It's <laughs> and real. I was like, God, yeah. missed the, I missed the, the first match. I, I still haven't seen Wardlow MJF. Was it good? Uh, it was It was good. Um, I My watching of this pay-per-view was very odd because <laughs> I was watching on my phone. Mm. Um, I had a wedding. And so I had it going on a phone, and I was also invited to a, I was invited to a party for an AEW Double or Nothing. Michael o, Mike Lawrence invited me to go watch Double or Nothing at his house, and nice. I didn't get to go to that because it was a night of real plans. So, see what I'm saying here? I, I don't like, I don't like this. Three-day weekend, mm-hmm. then make the pay-per-view on Monday. You'll go head-to-head with Raw with the pay-per-view. <laughs> Yo, what? I would say, hold on, I'm swallowing this slice of pizza. Um, I would say that if you're going to do it on a holiday weekend, you better fucking go big. Like, that didn't feel special. I'm sorry. Well, look. That's my main gripe. It did not feel special. Well, uh, there was a lot of text coming in while I'm at this wedding. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll say this. I bumped into two AEW guys at this wedding. Okay? Wow. And, and not, not AEW wrestlers, just wrestling marks. One mm. being Joey Clift. 
and um, one being Phil Del Castello, you know, okay. and um, bumped into these guys, and they, you know, um, Joey Clift, I know, I don't remember what Phil said, but Joey Clift was like, oh, I'm leaving this wedding early so I can go catch, watch Double or Nothing on, t- on a TV. That's wild. <laughs> That's incredible. You know? Uh, I had it going on my phone a little bit that I was watching clips after. So I watched this like very hodgepodge. I might have missed a couple things, you know. But ultimately, the text message that were coming in is people were very disappointed with this pay-per-view. was the vibe I was getting. By the way, this is a Comedians of Wrestling podcast, everybody. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. You know how we do it. We're here to talk about wrestling because yeah. we love it. Man. It's, a, it's a good time. Uh, you know, well, what's there not to love about pro wrestling? We're, we're inching inching closer and closer to officially becoming the comedians podcast so let me, let me mean, tell you <laughs> we're getting close to being the comedians podcast i literally um um uh i i, I yeah i'm itching to talk about some other stuff but mm-hmm. uh <laughs> and we'll get there but i would like to say this um i want to just jump right into uh uh what were the texts that you were getting? Oh, the texts I was getting were all right. Well, one text was from you. You yep. were very disappointed in mm-hmm. the dynamite setup being used for double or nothing. I couldn't believe it, man. I just honestly couldn't believe it. What what what's the strategy there? There was nothing unique about that pay-per-view at all, except for maybe the moving graphics. And like, listen, I, I but this is a pay-per-view. People are tuning in. I paid $50 to watch this thing. Like, yeah. and you're going to roll out a dynamite set? I pay $80 and get floor seats to see a dynamite set. $50 to sit on my ass at home, and and I it's just like watching Dynamite or Rampage. It was just so disappointing. Like, very, very disappointing. Not even a fucking yeah. stack of chips. Like, they did cool things for, like, the entrances and stuff. I get it. We had Rancid. We had... Yeah. Uh, the, the the douchebag from Fozzie playing in Britt Baker like why yeah. I don't like you know but yeah <laughs> like yeah I don't know I don't know man Athena know. made her debut Athena made her debut we're talking I got about a lot of thoughts about Athena but uh, we'll get into her she's one of the worst wrestling talents um, <laughs> um I, I'm not I'm not a fan but I, I well, I'm not I'm not a fan I will say she's a great wrestler yeah yeah. Oh yeah, she okay. Let's be clear. I'm just saying, she's one of those people. Like she was complaining doing this. She was complaining about WB recently, and I have no problem with her complaints. They were like saying that she was in a meeting where WB was like telling the women to be more sexy. You know? Yeah. And obviously, like that's not that cool. You know? Um, Mm -hmm. it should be more like, hey, if you want to, you know, like if if they want to uh, uh, flaunt their sexuality, that's a choice you make for yourself. You know? Right? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, you can make the argument it's TV and they're a publicly traded company and sex sells if you want. I don't even care about the argument. I'm not even like I'm like, hey, if a, you know if a woman wrestler doesn't want to dress sexy, that's like her. Why would you make her do that? I don't understand that. But my problem is like these wrestlers who complain about WWE, and then I'm like, you have just so much work to do as a wrestling talent, you know? Mm-hmm. That like you're just a little bit like. I, it, it, it always, no matter what you're complaining about, I know in this case it's more of like a gender issue, so forget. Can we just separate that? I'm saying, like, when a guy like Moxley complains about how he's treated, 
in WWE, and then he comes into WWE, into AEW, and then completely backs that up. That's 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 where you want to be, right? That's where you want to be. And I'm not even saying that she's doing that. I'm just saying, as I don't really know much about her, I'm just saying, like, even now she's Athena. I've n- she's cut some of the worst promos. When she was Ember Moon, it made no sense, and it seemed like she had no inkling towards making it make any sense, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, and also, and, and they didn't do her any favors with this debut. I mean, like, yeah. if she's going to be leaning still into that, at least let her do something different than just show up. It's yeah, got to be more than just show up, right? Like at this point, you have to do more than just show up. Yeah, she just—it's just one of those talents. that's very frustrating because it's like, and I'm not just saying that for anything, her. Um, I'm saying that for had, a lot of these wrestlers. A character. If she had anything that made any kind of sense with her athleticism and her in-ring ability, she could do amazing stuff. You know, so it's like. I guess it's hard for me to see when someone it's hard for me to see anybody in any capacity like complain when they have such and I have so many other more examples of this. She's maybe not the best one, but you like complain when uh, truthfully you just weren't doing great work. You know, now that's how I felt about Dean Ambrose. I was like, I, when he when he was starting talking shit, I was saying this when you you walked away for a sec too low. But I was saying like mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose. I was saying when he walked away, I had a little bit of a feeling of like. Yo, I had a little bit of feeling like, yo, Dean, you, you oh my God, you scared shit of me. Uh, Dean, uh, <laughs> like, he, he, I'm like, yeah, but you, he, I was like, he kind of stinks. Like, you know, I was like, he's complaining about WB. But then he came into AW, you know, saying he completely backed it up. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, WB was completely holding you back from your vision as a wrestler. Like, he is balls to the wall, <laughs> hardcore. I watch him, like, I, I got mad respect for the man. John Moxley, you know, yeah, me too. Uh, he put he opened his mouth and then just backed it up to such a high degree. So uh-huh. I worry about that for all these other wrestlers who like complain about WWE, and then I'm like, yeah, but like nothing you do makes sense ever. You're like you're gonna blame all that on WWE, like all of it, you know? So yeah, anyway, it's irrelevant. I mean, I've even questioned guys, and this will be this is a great segue. I've questioned people the likes of. Bret Hart and CM Punk at this point, even, you know, like the originators of talking shit about WWE, you know, where I'm like, uh, uh, I've even thought about it a little bit where I'm like, man, like this Bret Hart's attitude has not aged well over the years, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> I watched wrestling with shadows when I was 15 and I was literally crying about how they fucked him over, you know, and now as I get older, I'm a little bit like, I'm a little like, oh, he's such a stiff, you know, he's such a fucking stiff. And then CM Punk is like almost the same way where you're like, now you're like, I've told you over time, I remember I saw this clip of Triple H where he was like, you know, with CM Punk, the thing was that like, he kind of kept to himself, you know, and a lot of the stuff he complains about are like kind of news to me. And I, I almost like believe CM Punk and (laughs) Triple H at this point. I said that because I was like, if you put together the stuff. You're like CM Punk. Then he turns. He he has a falling out with Colt Cabana. That's weird. Literally, he called. It's his best friend, and he called him out. He was like, "Hey, Coke, you waved at him during the 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 the, the, the pipe bomb, right?" And and he was like, 
he even in, in when he was doing that shoot podcast, I mean, I'm going way back, CM Punk, I remember him saying stuff like, yeah, you know, I just put my head down, I just like, did the job, I wanted to do good, and it was like, sounds like he wasn't communicating. I was hearing a lot of non-communication. <laughs> and then if the pipe bomb is at work, right, which people say it is, well, then they gave him this great gift because of his attitude. They wrote his attitude into it, you know? So, it, you know, it's just, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's just, but it's, it's part I'm of the beauty of wrestling. All that, like, work shoot perspective is very fucking cool. But well, that, I mean, bringing it, up CM Punk it, is what's interesting. Like that, you know, yeah, that's well, what, I, I mean, what I would say is I was disappointed that he won. Well, you know where I stand on this. I was very on the record saying I really did not want him to win. And I got to be honest, I did not really like this finish um, of, uh, of my first hangman match where I didn't like the finish because I loved all the, the, the hangman run. I thought was a very great title run. Um, it made him a star. He also, by the way, up at the, looked like a million bucks on that night. He was, he's in great shape right now. I don't know if people notice for himself. And he's a notoriously uh, chubby man. Um, and he looked great. But I thought the finish of this match was they tried to do the thing where it's like he had the title in hands and the refs knocked out. He can put him down, you know? Mm-hmm. But he chose to beat him the uh, morally correct way. And then he got hit with the uh, GTS because of it. Well, some would say that, like, he played to, like, Hangman's one true weakness, you know? That in the moment, Hangman can't do that. And he and he drove him to that point. He set him up for it. But why but that is a that's a heel finish, right? Like it's it, uh, uh, it, because I know we're blending the lines of like heel and, and face, but like it, it, it's it, no one wants to see Hangman hit him with the title, right? Like, that's not at all. It's They're trying to pull, like, it's like Batman kind of a thing where you're like, all right, the only way he can stop Joker is by killing him, and he's against killing, right? It's like locking him up does nothing. He will escape, right? Mm-hmm. So the only way to kill him, kill him. And Joker's like, kill me, because if you kill me, you make me a martyr, right? It shows that you're actually not good. You actually don't stand for shit. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of Joker. That's why he literally stands there. And Joker doesn't give a shit. He'd rather be dead. He's fine to be alive. He's clinically like just insane. Right. Um, Could could we say that Batman's in the way right now? (laughs) Oh, my God. I didn't even notice. (laughs) I didn't even notice that Batman was in the way right now. Oh, my God. Hold on. Oh, no. Oh, no. I got a new phone. So I don't know where it is. Oh, no, because the way I play it, it's not going to work. Hold on. Oh, no, it will. Batman is in the way. Batman stays in the way. Man. He's <laughs> always in the way. Yo, I don't I, I honestly, if we go back like. Yeah. Yeah. I think the last 40 podcasts that we've done, probably Batman has gotten in the way somehow. I, I'm i working on a Batman project. By the way, it's not like a for DC or anything. It's for DB. It's for me, you know? Um, and so Batman's been on my mind like a lot lately, okay? And, we know. <laughs> and we know that, but it's even more. 
And I, um, I, uh, so I said, all right, let's go. So the thing is, is that they set him up. They CM Punk is just in that case is not the Joker. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, like, why does CM Punk need to be hit with the title for him to beat him? Right. It doesn't work. It, it's well, not a great. It's not great writing for me, in my opinion. Is there another part of the match that I missed? That 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 I could. That, you could say that like he hit him with everything, right? He hit him with the buckshot, right? Yeah. And he kicked out of it. Did he kick out of the buckshot? Like Hangman hit right. Punk so with the buckshot. I get it. So, right, right, hit right. With That's the dead true. eyes. So this is the surefire the way. There's only one thing left to do. do you, can you do it? And then can, right. That's the only surefire way to put him down, but. If that's the story, it's that's a uh, it makes Hangman a little weak, you know. But yeah. that's okay. He, you know, he's okay for him to lose, you know. I just think that that thing of looking at the title like this is the way I could do it is just this is the way. It, 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 it what it is for me is that it's like it's not believable to me that CM Punk will kick out of literally everything he throws at him. Right. Like, I love CM Punk, but he's not that guy. He's not. That's like for a giant. Like, that's for like Wardlow. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like he. And I guess if you we want to go even further, I guess now I'm really dissecting this to an unhealthy degree. He -hmm. had no problem in those. Like. Whatever those matches were called, like the street fight and the te- Texas death match, he had no problem like crucifying Adam Cole <laughs> through a mm-hmm. table. So yeah. why, you know, I guess that wasn't cheating because it's part of the rules. That's why, because those matches, that's part of the rules, and he's a baby, right? Right. I, I think Crucified. what doesn't hit is you're right. Is that it doesn't hit that CM Punk's a guy who you throw everything at him. That's just not who he is. Like, like I would believe that for Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Or Moxley, right? Yeah. And that's inherently really the problem with this CM Punk run is that he hasn't done un- he hasn't done enough good shit in ring to believe to be like kind of a believable uh, work rate champion. Yeah, I would say his stories have been good. His journey has been decent. Um, I mean, the MJF stuff is, was electric. I got to be clear, CM Punk. One of my guys. I actually love CM Punk. I just didn't. I just didn't want him to become the champion. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah it. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't really know where we go now. You know, like I mean, might as well just fucking get Danielson in there, right? I, I mean, let's go. I mean, let. I mean, if we're gonna do it, let's just do it, right? And just start giving us all those fucking matches i mean yeah but I, I guess what i'm saying is that i i'm more i'm more excited even though i know where you saw it i'm more excited just hypothetically for a danielson hangman match than danielson a uh, cm punk yeah and honestly, am i wrong uh, honestly he does not have to hold this title long no that's, that's we can have thing. a we can have a very short reign i would love for honestly him to like lose it uh, on a dynamite like like quick like on tomorrow yeah. it wouldn't it be sick if he came out there and he's like i'm a fighting champion i'm gonna do an open challenge and like someone insane comes out and beats him like kenny returns and just is well, like it's me that's i mean well well that's the thing also i wore this you shirt. just 
yeah, you just hit on my next thing, which is um that the 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 quick fix for all this where he'll be like, oh, that's cool, is that if the if they just go right into CM Punk Kenny, right? I mean, and I, and that's probably the plan, right? Because like that is something I do want to see, you know. I do want to see CM Punk Kenny. I don't really want to see. I don't really want to see uh, CM Punk. Actually, CM Punk Moxley. I'm into. I don't know why I'm not into CM Punk Daniel Bryan, even though it feels like. So I don't know why. Am I not into? That? Is that? What does let that me. Feel let like me. Here? Here's. Here's how they make it work. June 26th is for, uh, Forbidden Door, right? Right. You get Kenny back in the mix, and then you put like Okada in there and make it a three-way match for the AEW title. I don't think that's what they're gonna go. I think that they're gonna go like CM Punk Okada or something, right? Or yeah, like Kota Ibushi. I mean, but like, let's get we, or maybe Kenny comes out at the end of that match. I don't know, but I'm telling you right now, they're missing Kenny. Like, it's a, this is a, this is an interesting. Like, there's a lot of good wrestlers and a lot of good talent. There was a lot of good matches on that on that card. Yeah. It, it just felt off. I was very off. I'm like, I'm not excited about this. Cool matches are cool. Yeah. Wow, this match was dope. I mean, he, what was Tony thinking with this, with putting Darby and Kyle O'Reilly? Granted, cool match, but that, and then the Ty Conti and the Sammy Guevara and the Scorpios. Oh my God. He just, there was no need for it. It was it, too it, long. It, it felt a little bit, uh, dare I say, like a WWE booked pay per view. Like it was a little bit of like those like last minute matches thrown in a lot of matches you don't care about you know I don't know why he did that huh? I just don't get it it just don't make sense and I, I mean you know what I'm not what, into I can tell, I know exactly what where you're am about. I gonna get, what am I going Adam Cole and Britt Baker has I'm uh, not into that at all I I couldn't be less into that like the the, Someone, the meta of like they're oh they're a couple is not that cool to me. Uh, now the, the best, meta the best. of like when Edge and Lita are are having an actual affair, which is dating Matt Hardy, and then they make that a storyline. I'm into that. And they call him the I rated will. R superstar. Let's steal your girlfriend. Like I like that. But it's just I like, will. hey, these guys date. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who likes the, that? Actually, Who's into this? I don't think anyone likes it. One of the questions we have was, "What do you yeah. think about Cole and Britt as the winners of the Owen Tory?" That was from Philip Hollingsworth, and. I was like, Adam Cole with a trophy is just about as lame as I view him. Well, do we need titles? We didn't need the titles. If they come out with those titles, I mean, listen, I have all the faith in the world for them to do something good with this. They're two very talented pro wrestlers, and Britt is like perfect in this. Right, because they got those titles also, right? Yeah, so you know they'll they'll do something with it. I don't know. I just felt like it could have been a little bit more interesting. I think the culmination of that tournament kind of fizzled a little. I just um, don't like Samoa Joe losing to Adam Cole. Distraction finish, too. Um, yeah. But I just think, like, Samoa Joe is a guy I just build up, you know? Because they might go right into Joe CM Punk also. Because Joe is actually a pretty good guy to feed to CM Punk for his first, right? Not a bad idea. And that's why you can have Samoa Joe lose because you just throw him right into this feud. People will forget he lost his match. You know what I mean? But I think they're doing that whole Jay Lethal thing, right? So, uh, yeah. But that's on ROH. So it's like, it, it can, can, I don't know what the world looks like in that sense, but Joe, can Joe be feuding to have two feuds on two different shows? 
I mean, he's been doing it. He's just fucking wrestling the own heart tournament. Right, but it wasn't a feud. He was just kind of in it. Like, he didn't have a yeah. full-on storyline. You know, he's just, like, a member of this tournament who's an ROH champion, you know? Let's see. The official rankings as of the 25th. Top five for men. Number five, Tony Nice. Number four, Jay Lethal. Number three, Adam Cole. Number two, John Moxley. And number one was CM Punk. You know, is that the is that based on record? That was based on record, and by well, I mean that this is their power ranking, so I'm sure there's some other influence in it too. Right. Uh, read me the list again, other guys. Five: Tony Nice, four: Jay Lethal, three: Adam Cole, two: John Moxley, one: CM Punk. That's so weird. Where's Danielson? Not on there. He's on the tag. Uh, Wardlow's not on there. I guess he hasn't really had. No, he's yeah. just he hasn't had an official match. I guess. Uh, also, uh, Jericho Society getting the win over Mox and Danielson. Which, yeah. by the way, let's talk about that wild thing playing for fucking on loop is is one of the greatest things in wrestling history. Yeah, that was very fun. I. We need more of that. Well, I, I, um, I'm, I talked, I was like not into uh wild thing, you know? And then yeah. I, I take that back. I, I think it's, I cool. I'm into it's it. amazing. It's, I mean, <laughs> the fact that it was just I'm a loop it. and while they were wrestling in the arena, it, it was just... so crazy to see a song playing while they wrestle. You never see it really. So you know? much fun, dude. We need yeah. that more. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that was very cool. I really dug that. I don't know what Jericho's going for right now. I like that he's in shape, you know? But, yeah, I mean, the Blackpool, this is not a great use of Blackpool Combat Club, but, boy, oh, boy, that match was fucking bloody as shit. Man, Eddie Kingston walking down with the fucking... With the oil can? uh, Yeah, with the gas can and the bloody, and the blood all over him and the Yankee shirt. Finally, wearing a Yankee shirt. I've been telling this guy he's been wearing a Yankee shirt for so long. Uh, I, uh, yeah, he, he the, the gas can was fucking crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like I'm rewatching this clip here. Da- Daniel Bryan looks like he's Butch. He looks like <laughs> he's dressed like Butch. Uh, the fucking what's what's his name? Uh, Pete. <laughs> I forgot his real name already. Pete Dunn. Pete, Pete Dunn. <laughs> Pete Bugenhagen. <laughs> I mean, just pouring gasoline is so crazy on anybody. Yeah. Like it's such. A I mean, crazy... it's obvious. Obviously, that's not gasoline. It's such a cre- It's such a crazy thing to do. Uh... <laughs> yeah, he's gonna light him on fire. He fucking hates him. Yeah, like it's like if I was about to commit this murder. But the crazy thing is that uh, um, when uh, when fucking Orton really did it, he literally killed the fiend. Remember that? <laughs> my god that's right i forgot about that <laughs> he actually killed him and then he came back at he came back at wrestlemania right and then he he was all charred up but then he like just mysteriously turned back normal do you remember that and then we all yeah. thought that the fiend wasn't wasn't actually bray wyatt because he covered up all his tattoos and shit and then you know he what? never came back again you know what what there's a very good possibility that that's actually true that at that time they were like in the middle of it and he's like i don't want to do this anymore 
And they're like, fuck, what are we going to do? Let's just burn them. And then that way we can put them in full, like, crazy gloves and weird things. Bray Wyatt. Also, he just t- tweeted. He's He said soon. He, like, went on a crazy tweet spree this uh, today. Was it WrestleMania 37? Here, Bray Wyatt, WrestleMania 37. I think it was him, though. I think we proved it was him. There, like, there was enough shots of his tattoos. He, it was just kind of bad gear. Oh, is he coming back? He's saying soon, yeah. I mean, wrestling. I was thinking. He he's so fucking good. I wonder. I want it. I, I mean, I want him back in WWE, to be honest. I mean. I was thinking it, dude. I was like, whoa, Hell in a Cell. I was like, imagine if he came back to life in the cell and just like fucking killed Seth and Cody. <laughs> and then Batman and Ra- uh, and the Joker have to fight together in order to, to stop this. What was the Seth promo? I didn't see it yet. What did you say? He said it was really good. Dude, it was, he like said all the, he said some crazy, like he said a lot of things. He talked about smashing the throne and, and like, you know, like uh, running off with your friends and, and like things like that. He went deep into it. The lines were sick. He was just like real heavy with it. And like, he's like, this is my kingdom. You can't come in here. He's, he's like, and then finally, when I beat you, we'll like, all be out of this American nightmare," he said. I thought it was a fucking just a smooth, smooth I'm, promo. I'm gonna put it out right now in the back. You won't be able to hear it, but I'm gonna be listening to it a little bit. Yeah, but I, I just honestly, this match is sick. I mean, l- let me tell you something. Seeing Cody Rhodes in WWE, everything is working. Yo, I want they, that poster. Did you find that poster? Bro, no, but <laughs> doesn't his entrance was? Did he always do that? I don't think he did in AW. When what? it comes up to the whoa, that first whoa. Like fire, he puts his arms up. The fireworks go off behind him. He comes out. He's got the fucking three piece suit on. He's got the watch chain. That tattoo is looking better than ever. I mean, the, they got the graphics with the banners hanging and stuff, dude. Just, just really, really, it's amazing. Oh, here's Cody. <laughs> Cody's promo was all right. It was, it was like the same old kind of thing. But Rollins cuts the he, promo. He's lost crowd. his voice for a while, Cody. Yeah. I think he can't handle this WWE schedule anymore. Oh, man. This schedule is tough. <laughs> yeah. You know, see, they moved the Melody Bank to. Oh. Yeah. Oh he, he cut God. that whole promo in Allegiant Stadium, remember? Dude, that's so crazy. They did that. And did you see Tony Kong tweeted? He was like at dinner with Dana White and I think his dad, he said. And fucking. He was able to tell Dana the news, like that he got live at dinner that they had to move from Allegiant to fucking MGM. That's crazy. Oh, uh, here I'm watching Seth promo. I'm interested because this Seth character we've talked about it many times. A little wacky for me. Oh my god, he's dressed insane. What is he wearing? Like a kimono? Wait, people are loving it though. We got to be honest. This crowd loves no, it. They love it, man. They're all into it. He rears it back. Yeah. He like does this thing. It's like he's got these different personalities. So like he snaps out of the crazy and then like up in oh your my face. He goes all in on him, dude. Like when you oh. hear a good line, repeat it and then like pause it and repeat it because he's this match is going is so sick. And like, man, I look at AEW this weekend and then I see Cody getting a better entrance than the entire fucking show on Sunday. And I'm like, 
WWE should just end this brand split right now. Like they right are right. I mean, where are they now? Finish it off. It would be the best thing for the company. They have top tier women, top tier men wrestlers. They're doing incredible work with like this Kevin Owens and Ezekiel thing. Like, I mean, I say it every week. It's the it's same thing over. I mean, this raw was nothing special. I watched raw. It was a, a very mediocre go home show, but like, okay, we're into it. Yeah. But like if they end this brand split, man, and then they just, everything can work. By the way, they pulled Sasha and Naomi's merch off the shop. Update. Ah, interesting. Sasha hey, might be just, she might just be happy in AEW. She could just wrestle like 30 minute matches, right? And, and I don't know. I don't think, I don't think they're ever going to let her out of her contract. I'm watching Seth here. So the general thing Seth is saying is like, yo, like he's kind of like tossing out their other matches and being like, I was trying to like you too, but you know, the reality is I hate you. Yeah. And I'm sick of like all this Cody hype. You stink, you know? Yeah. And he's saying you left because you weren't good enough. I like that. It's amazing, dude. It goes so awesome. Like here, every single day. This is incredible content. I ate five slices of pizza. Hold on, today. I can get this through. I can get this here so we can dissect it together. Hold on, give me a sec. Let me ask you a question. In the I, I want to listen to. This. I want. I want to listen to this in real time. Right. We haven't done this in a while. We do promo. Cold, cold drizzle says, "Is CM Punk washed?" This was a question plaguing me during the whole. Oh yeah, let's hit the questions and I'll, while I bring this up. Yeah. Should oh my he God. have <laughs> the shortest title run of all AEW runs? So we kind of answered that, and we both kind of agreed that it could be. It should be a short title run. Well, that's, is no, he that's not. That's not. No, no, no. Is he wait, washed? Wait. I don't think so. Uh, but he did botch those fucking, those fucking, <laughs> fuck shots real bad. I think yeah. the first one was supposed to be like that, not the second one. And his one on Dynamite like two weeks ago was fucking miserable so he's 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 not really that athletic cm punk he's cm punk botched go back and watch his wb matches he's botching matches left and right watch this i mean with ziggler there's a spot where uh him and ziggler he's supposed to pick him up for a power bomb and he drops up like cm punk's not a great in-ring uh uh talent just get, especially compared to the level of where these other guys are at now nowadays that's not his magic and also it's part of the beauty of wrestling you don't have to be just a supreme athlete it's not like tony niece is over he, i mean look mm -hmm. at him he's like an adonis you know what i mean but like mm -hmm. he, he doesn't have the spark you know cm punk's all spark it's beautiful you want uh uh but is he washed up no 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 cm punk has uh, his mjf feud was fucking awesome uh cm punk is doing some great shit it's just he's in and He's old. What he's doing right now, you know what? He's not that old. That's the other thing. The forty-two years old or whatever, it's not that old. Like Daniel Bryan is like oh, is the same age, really, or like a year younger. It's not about being old. It's just he stopped wrestling for like seven years. Yeah, that's right. It. And it proved to everybody that his heart's not in pro wrestling for a long time. And he's in a he's not in the shape of daniel bryan where like if you're daniel bryan you're like 40 you got to be in the best shape of your life and putting on clinics like he does you know so it's it's really not and same thing ziggler is the same age too would you say ziggler literally was eating those spears from fucking braun breaker like 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 doing those backflips it was insane it's not really about that it's just that cm buck doesn't feel like he can believably beat his opponents you know Mm -hmm. And like that's part of the the beauty of 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 wrestling. So, 
I don't think that it's that he's old. I think that he's showed his cards a little too much, you know? And so people are like, you know, so now they made him the champion, and it's a little bit of a forced championship. It's a little bit of like, like, you're like, oh, this is a good way to make CM Punk feel like non-nostalgic. Make, let you know he's still in the title picture, you know? And it's mm-hmm. just a little, it's just, it's just, it's one of those things with wrestling. It's why wrestling's so beautiful and it's so fickle, is that it just kind of doesn't work. It it's kind of doesn't work. In that company, you're like, uh, I don't believe he could beat Hangman. But Daniel Bryan, you believe that he could beat him. It's just how it is. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's not that he's washed up per se. He still does great shit. It's just that he's not in a company that's all work rate. Let me ask. And let me ask you this. Not, he's not believably able to beat these guys who are truly <laughs> like like warriors, you know? How would you feel about his Larry hoodie? I hate that. I hate all that shit that Punk does. I hate when he, he talks about Let's end it on a that. lot of ironic detachment, you know? Like here's my dog. It's a lot of you know. I don't even you know yes. what? I don't even like his like reproductive rights shirts. You know, no. and those are like I agree with him a thousand percent, but even that it's like, you know, it's all it, it's almost a little cosplay for me, but I guess it fits his character, right? Speaking of cosplay, how'd you feel about the heart of uh, the the young bucks cosplaying the Hardys? I thought that was I, I was fucking dying. Uh, I that. thought that was really funny. I thought that I actually thought that was pretty funny. I thought that, actually, match, it was one of, that match sucked. It was one of the first times they pulled off like uh, they like the announcers and the the bit were in sync. They like yeah. I I was like oh it was, it's like the, the, they didn't like sell it out beforehand. Yeah you know? yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> they should have yeah. did that for they should have just did that for the match at Double or Nothing. They shouldn't have wasted that on a dynamite. That would have been the perfect thing for them to do at that match. You came running back. The prodigal son returns home to fulfill his family legacy. I'm, I'm going and back a little bit. Sorry, guys. That didn't work out so well for you. Because I wanted from the full context. Is Roman Reigns versus Kenny the biggest match of the generation that will never happen? Every single later. day that yeah. you were gone. You and your little friends, you tried to tear down what I was building here. Oh, yeah, that's really good. And when mm-hmm. that didn't work out so well for you, you mm-hmm. came running back. The prodigal son returns home to fulfill his family legacy. Yeah. Listen to that guy Not in the crowd. Is a <laughs> yeah, this promo's really good. You don't good. get to be the conquering hero in my kingdom. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't get to take a sledgehammer to the throne and then come back and try to take that throne from me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say it again. I... This promo is hurt. Do you not see, Tulo, how this promo is hurt by him dressing like an asshole? Shut up, dude. <laughs> because Don't he's cutting a promo like he's Roman Reigns, but he's not Roman Reigns. This promo should come from Roman. Exactly. Right. No shit. It. You come from Seth Rollins. I don't want you here in six <laughs> days inside Hell in a Cell. I'm going to prey on your insecurities, and I'm mm. not just going to change you, Cody. I'm going to end you. I'm going to lick you. 
And then we can all finally wake up from this American nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> the laugh. I don't like. I don't like the laugh. Oh, now he's just dancing with people in the crowd. All right, I, I gotta admit, this is a good time. Seth, just curious, what right now is stopping me? Bad response. Three little ropes. This barricade. Three little ropes. That's it. You don't need to listen. The three little ropes thing is the kind of remember in AEW they talked about that. About how like the wall they they talking about the wall. Why are we waiting? It seems it. you don't have to play anymore. They don't beat each other up. They do. All right, I'll put it on mute. <laughs> That's a great promo by Seth. And actually, you're you're, you're actually you're right. Um, it is interesting coming from Seth because Seth is not really the top guy right now. So it right. is like kind of like leads itself to like he can still go up. Um, but but Seth is important. Like he is like always. You know the you know him and like AJ. A couple of those guys are like always perpetual number twos. You know what I mean? In the company, they could always be in the title running. They could always win the title. So yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. That promo was that promo was amazing. I do, you know, it's uh, yeah, that's good. That's great. I agree. Great promo. Not, not, let's not like mm-hmm. knock it for no reason. I could find things wrong with it. That question is what? Can you reread it? Is Roman versus Kenny the biggest match of the this generation that will never happen? And honestly, I will. I I don't think never is the right word to use there. I think there's because, a chance we see that match. Yeah, I think we could see that match. I think Kenny will go to WWE. I, I maybe I'm fucking nuts now, but I I I I I man, I I don't Dude. know. I listen, listen. We gotta Dude. have a conversation. The Dude. buzz. What? I mean, a long time ago, they had a chance to fly to fucking Tokyo with a blank check yeah. and offer money. And I think they, I think they did. No, they did. He got, and he met it, with WWE. They offered him yeah. a lot of money. I think it's going to be an insane number and he'd be stupid. I think he's going to get less and still go. I'm going to take it even a step further. No, I, I think th- that AEW, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I. I think AEW. Can you imagine Kenny Omega with a WWE budget? Can you imagine? He'll be fucking ziplining into the ring every single time with one wing. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot. I I have a a million. I have a million things to say say here. But what I'm saying is that it's interesting. And let's not. I don't want to be too like short sighted. Because whatever, but it, it is weird. This is the first double or nothing that has not felt like a huge, huge deal. You know, yeah. um, a, a, every double or nothing's been kind of a big deal. And this double, I felt like this double or nothing, people were not that pumped for it. And it's interesting because CM Punk was main eventing it. You know, and so uh, I, 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 they have a lot. Yeah, going like on that there. pop. His pop wasn't big either, so it was like wow. you know that. I think less is more. I think Tony's got to learn less is more here. Like big pay per view is very long, you know. So I've said it. We're in like the interesting, like great reset. I, I don't, don't AEW ain't down and out. Don't get me wrong, but I do think we are at a place where um, they got their work cut out for them. They can't really just slap together these cards anymore their storytelling needs to be like 
uh, better and stronger than WB. And right now, right now they're you know WB's doing things that are catching our eye. And so it's not a it's not a just like fans like us were like just gravitating towards AEW only. And uh, so that's fucking interesting, you know. You had a really I, important question for you. Yeah. I think we might see do I think we ever the question really is like do we ever see uh Omega versus Roman Reigns? Uh, here's what I think. I think oh, that we might not see it because Roman Reigns is not around. Uh I think that Omega will come into WWE, but I think that yeah, I think that uh uh Roman is is uh starting to, I think he's going to have success he's going to have some success uh outside of uh WWE. I, I don't think he has the charisma to be like Stuart Cena where he's got his own TV show like uh you know, like that. But he, he might surprise you. He might be able to be good on camera like a Batista. Like, he, you don't know, because he's kind of quiet. You know what I mean? He might be able to, like, tap into some understated uh, acting with and just look awesome. You never know. Got in the movie. I smashed it. Yo, you th- I, do you think Roman could have pulled off the role of Drax? Hmm. I think the answer is no. Probably not. No. <laughs> no. That's a credit to Batista. Batista he's is like legitimately funny. Yeah, yeah. He's like legitimately funny. But what is there a role you think Roman could do well? <laughs> um He might be better off in like a dune, right? Where he kinda has, doesn't have to say much. He just kinda has to look badass. Mom. I'm saying I could see him in Mandalorian. I hope he gets a fucking I, Oh my god. Know. Should we do a Star Wars detour? Huh, yeah. I'm ready to talk about Obi-Wan. But before that, real quick question. Yeah. Elizabeth Mueller wants to know. Yeah. This is her their family's first summer of punk. Yeah. What can we expect going forward? You know, I think what you expect. Maybe she needs to I think she needs to like look into your eyes and 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 tell and asks you what does she see? And I think honestly, it's a cult of personality. I think you're expecting a, a, a cult of personality, you know? Yeah. Look at my eyes. What do you see? It's yeah. a cult of personality, right? Yeah, yeah. Neon I lights, think, I mean, Nobel Prize. I think that's what you could expect to see. Summer of Punk. I mean, you know, it is interesting for Punk to win in Vegas again. Because that's another thing. Like, I mean, Punk was, like, crying when he won the title. And, like, I was like, I don't believe that you're that emotional. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't believe that. It's not the way to go for Punk, Right? He yeah, needs man. to be way more badass, man. He needs you know? to be way more badass, man. Way more badass, man. And <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, it's interesting because it's it's a, it's punk, but it's like, and he does great work, you know what I mean? But it is a little like this, you know, the baby face punk thing. It, it's a little, you know, he, he's lost his edge. It is what it is. And Christian. Yeah. Okay. Did you uh, like? Uh, oh, fuck! I got a pee so bad. Could could we? Uh, you answer you a question to... without me. How about that? Okay, great. Right. I love this. All right. Uh, Josh Huff asks: Is Judgment Day lame only by comparison to the better House of Black? Or is the whole idea direction actually just pretty lame? The answer to that question, Josh Huff, is fucking both. They are. I wouldn't, well, I guess only, you can't really say only, but they are lame by comparison to the House of Black. One, because they say things like all rise, and that's a House of Black thing. Although House of Black doesn't do it anymore. 
I will say House Black lost a lot of steam. They got Pentagon, uh, Pentagon. Ray Phoenix getting injured was like a huge fucking detour for them. Haka detour, let's say. And and that really sucked because they were ready to go forward with the Julia Black stuff. So everything got put back on the back burner. But I will say this, the way they showed up this week, with all that face paint and the mist with Julia. Boom. Yeah. Did a little House of Black detour. Um, do you need me to answer anything or no? I'll ask you the question. Is Judgment Day lame only by comparison to the better House of Black? Or is the whole idea slash direction actually just pretty lame? Josh up. Um, I said both. Yeah, I think it's a mix of both. I think I think that Judgment Day hasn't really found their foot yet. I think Judgment Day is a kind of a weird name just because Judgment Day is a pay-per-view. <laughs> it's like a WWE pay-per-view. So it's kind of odd because I just Which think I- oh, Judgment Day is a pay-per-view. What? I mean, I would love if they brought that back and Judgment Day had their don't, own fucking. Don't. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say I'm actually. You know what? I'm going to say something yeah. I wish Newman was here for. I don't doubt Edge is one of those guys I don't doubt. Okay, but Malachi Black is a guy that I have not. I'm not sold on enough. Meaning, I love Malachi Black, one of my guys, right? But Edge is like a super, super duper mega talent when it comes to the professional well, wrestling. What and I, I think say. that Edge will find this before Malachi Black becomes truly. I don't think so. Uh, 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 a top dog. Because, I, I all right, let's wrong. just watch it. Let's track it. Well, I think you're wrong for the simple fact, and what I said in my answer to this question was that House of Black seriously got railroaded when Phoenix got injured because they were ready to move forward with this whole entire storyline. So once he got injured, it, like, backtracked everything, you yeah. know? So, like, the Julia Black stuff got the – Julia – is there last name Black? Julia I don't Hart. remember. Julia Hart. Julia yeah. Hart. So well, she's Julia Black Hart now. Yeah. Um. AW, you can take that one too, you fucking assholes. Okay. Um, and so now they, I mean, look at them this week. They looked insane. They looked so good with the face paint. I And now Julia gets into the mix. I'm like, you know what? I think, I think we're finally going to get that next step. They need to push those guys to the forefront. We need Malachi Black in the title picture. Like, fucking give me Malachi Black for CM Punk. That's what I want. Let Malachi. them start tormenting CM Punk. We have not, not gotten something like that in AEW yet. We need a dark, dark storyline that like where, you know, how WWE would always do Street with the Fiend and like yeah. do stuff backstage that was kind of lame. Like we need Malachi to really show us like that fucking what they're all about because yeah, they came uh, out this so weekend and put their foot down. But yeah, that would be so fun. I mean, it's <laughs> I love that. Do you want to do you want to take an Obi-Wan Kenobi? Uh, Obi Wan. I just think Edge will will do will doing cool shit pretty soon. I actually like just believe in Edge. I think he's really yeah. cool. And Christian, sure. No, actually, I don't like Christian that much. Um, um yeah, yeah Obi Wan Detour. I would love it. Obi Wan Detour. So did did you like uh, the pilot for Obi Wan? Uh, did you watch both episodes? I did watch both episodes. Uh yeah. I I mean, let me first say this: that is a beautifully shot show. I mean, it's expensive. That's an expensive show. There's no pressure there. How yeah. much per episode are they doing? Are they hitting the Stranger Things uh, season four, 30 million and F uh, no. budget? They're not doing 30 million and F for Obi-Wan? I, I don't I don't know. 30 million and F for Stranger Things? Are you kidding me? 
Have you watched this? I season? think that's. I haven't watched it, but that sounds not true. Like it's it was ten million an ep for Game of Thrones. It was thirty million an episode for The Strange Things. Let me see. That maybe one episode cost that much. Yeah, per episode. Thirty million per. Yeah, episode. but not maybe there's one episode that has like uh, no. Stranger Things season four reportedly cost thirty million dollars per episode. Oh my god, bro! Is this show that popular? Uh, well, season four is pretty badass, man. I'm not gonna lie. I liked every Scary. season. I my relationship with Stranger Things is very strange. <laughs> well, season one was awesome because it was the hit hit you in your feels, got the nostalgic. Yeah, game, I right? like all of it. But I don't like the I don't I don't like the eighties. I'm not I, I like eighties music, right? But the eighties eighties okay, I've talked about this before. I'm not an eighties kid, I'm more of a nineties kid. I was born in the eighties. We're, we're you know, but I'm more yeah. of a nineties kid. So the eighties sure. kinda like are a little like I don't know what else to say, but they kinda like skeeve me out a little bit. Like meaning <laughs> it's not I'm not grossed out by it. But there was such a big jump from, like, the way things looked from the 80s to 90s. And 90s looked so much better to me. Like, in the 80s and technology jump. So, like, yeah, video the games. 80s. Yeah, all those 80s video games were such shit compared to, like, Nintendo. Like, <laughs> right? Because, like, there's been a big jump in video games, obviously, from, like, NES, right? Right? So, like, from the... From NES, right, to, like, now is insane, the difference, right? It's it's it. It's literally, like, night and day. Yeah. But you could still pick up, like, Mario 1, 2, 3 and play them, and you'd be like, these games are badass, mom, right? <laughs> but you can't go back and play fucking, like, Invaders and tell me that that's, like, a great game, you know? Am I wrong or am I right? Yeah, hey, man, you're right. And then, like... The 80s clothing, besides all the, like, fun Madonna shit and whatever and all the, like, hairband stuff, that stuff was cool. I like all that. But just the day-to-day is so gross to look at to me. Like, the huge glasses. Women's hair was, like, crazy. It's like, so... they Women in the 80s were just not even trying to look attractive, okay? And uh, the guys also. The guys, I don't know why I'm going right after the women, but you know what I mean? And then, like, oh, and then... Just people's houses sucked then, too. It was all that wood paneling and, like, right? The cars were gross, you know? I just think, so, like, I remember. And then also, on top of that, all those 80s movies as a kid, I'd put on, like, E.T. and be like, this thing is boring as shit, you know? (laughs) It is so boring. That's the comedians of 80s. (laughs) And I just, even as a kid, I was like, I'm not having it. Someone said this about the 80s, and, and this is a huge 80s guy. My, my friend, Joe DeRosa, he made this great on his podcast, We'll See You in Hell. I'm a patron of it, okay? He made a great observation about the 80s. He said that the VHS covers, right, of, of VHS covers of movies, right, look, look so much better than the actual movies they could deliver. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where it's like they had all these Bad Osman yeah. covers of movies, right? And then you would like watch them and they'd be like, just shit. It would look bad. You're like, all right, whatever. Now, obviously, there's exceptions, okay? And the biggest exception of all is Star Wars, which from <laughs> the start looked Bad Osman, okay? Yeah. 
arguably those Star Wars movies, which are the early 80s, is like 77, 77, 80, and 83, I believe, are the first uh, three movies. Mm -hmm. Or as many would say, the second three movies, right? (laughs) And they look better than the prequels, right? Yeah. And, right. Now. So, Which were in the I'm 90s, that, right? So I just think as a 90s kid, I was always a little grossed out by the veneer of the 80s. I didn't like pictures of my parents they'd show me from the 80s. I was like, you guys and your dad like was shit. a photographer. Yeah, I was like, you got, why did you guys look like such shit? The comb over was huge, right? The fashion yeah, they was dre- terrible. Was so much they dressed mustache us work. Like, they dressed us like shit, too. <laughs> yeah, we looked like shit. The 80s was rough for everybody. Everybody had yellow teeth. Even like 12-year-olds had yellow teeth. You know, it just for me, the only thing was <laughs> that was it. And then also, all right, here's the other thing. All right. And this is a little swampy, but like, whatever. All right. Leave me alone. Like all the like hot chicks of the 80s didn't look hot to me. Right. Like we had like Cindy Crawford, who was like a babe. Right. <laughs> but it was like, who was like the 80s? Like Madonna, like everything she wore, none of it was sexy or, or like, you know. Is that fair or no? Are you staying out of this? Is it too swampy? That's not swampy. Right? I'm just letting you go. I, I really don't. I have an actual take on this. And then who all. are like the cool I'm, I'm guys just so out of the by. 80s? Who are like the cool? Like, I'm just saying, like, so if people like put on Stranger Things, they're like, I don't want to go back to that time. You know, I don't, I don't like, I don't, I don't crave that time at all. You know? <laughs> well, also it was like, Living in New York, it was like the city was like burning down. All like it felt like you know, like there was just the eighties was a crazy time. That was yeah. I mean, I was like when the eighties, like my I grew up in a house, and in the backyard, the eighties, the 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 deck in my backyard was brown. The whole eighties for some reason, and then like the nineties, we realized like paint it like light gray. You had a so, you had a everything you had. A, had to, Damn, you had a deck in the 80s? God bless you, man. My backyard had like a deck. It was just everything was so fucking the color schemes of the 80s. It was so dreary. Am I wrong? Did your parents live was on Long ET, the whole time? Was E.T. fucking fun? Uh, E.T., that movie stinks ass, okay? <laughs> I hate that movie. It's so fucking boring, you know? Now, when was Indiana Jones made, though? I mean, here's where I'm going to start eating it. <laughs> 1981. Like, oh shit! Yeah, damn it. That's deep. That's right in the beginning of the 80s too. All right, look. Anything George Lucas did in the 80s was good. Okay, <laughs> he was the the breakout star of the 80s was George yeah. Lucas, and then sure. all I adore hair metal. But that all all of that spun out of the goofiness that was the 80s. That I you know that I if you were a star in the 80s, you could do some cool shit. But anyway, that's it. Like the wedding what, singer, what? even like Adam Sandler and the wedding singer, that I would hate if that my like prime years I look like that. That would fucking kill me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm figuring this out as I go. What? So when like I really have a thing where like I turn on Stranger Things, like I don't want to watch that time. I don't want to see a, a, a basement that was like finished in wood paneling, and I don't want to yeah. see the those TVs are so shitty. Those TVs were so bad in the 80s. So bad. Yet they moved the wires? Because as a 90s kid, I was dealing with all the fallout from all the shit 80s technology. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like rabbit ears. Because my family didn't have a lot of money. So I, it wasn't like the 90s hit. We were upgrading to all the good shit. You know? So I was stuck with all this 80s crap. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> the toys. Toys weren't nearly as. I love like the 80s a- music. But it's because I'm like a little bit making fun of it. Right? There's an element like there's a there's a there's a there's an ironically detached part of me that is like listening to like uh of Van Halen jump and going like this song is so stupid I love it it's just hey you might as well jump jump <laughs> jump go ahead and jump <laughs> but boy oh boy do I not want to be a guy driving in my car, blasting that, thinking, this is good. This is what good stuff. No, I want to be a guy in the early aughts, late 90s, driving his car to, your body is wonderland, which is what I did. All right, look, I don't have a lot of grant to stand on here, but Tulo, would you like to react to everything I just said there? No. <laughs> I, how did we even get there? Oh, Star Wars. Obi-Wan. So what do you think about Obi-Wan? <laughs> Listen, let me tell you how I feel about Obi-Wan. What I'm loving, folks, what I love, what I can tell you is that I love Disney Plus and the, you, when I love their respect for the prequels, I love mm-hmm. it. They have Dude, such a high respect for the prequels. They have, that fucking... That t- that like recap of the prequels before the first episode was better than the first episode in my opinion. <laughs> it, it made the it made the prequels look good. It made the prequels look insane. I wanted to. In- I was like, I don't even want to watch this. I want to just go back and watch all these fucking movies right now. I mean, wow, wow, they killed it with that. Whoever said let's do a fucking sick recap of all the prequels, just cut all the best scenes out. Um, but when I, really I think of the eighties, I think about like. Like I'm sorry, I'm jumping back into the '80s detour, but it's like it's like Howard the Duck, which like I adored as a kid, but makes me feel weird. You know what yeah, I mean? Because, like it makes me because feel then weird. In, because then in the '90s you got Gizmo Duck, and he gives no fucks. <laughs> yeah, Gizmo Duck yeah. gives no fuck. A lot of stuff in the '80s just makes me feel weird. It's a weird time. People were fucking weird. Everybody was whacked out in the '80s. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Like, you know, you I'll, I, if you want to get defensive about, I'm not like, you know, a 90s, like, apologist or anything, but I'm saying like this. As a 90s kid, okay, with Clinton years, people like those. Like, there's a lot of, like, Stranger Things, there's a lot of 80s, like, uh, 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 parodies, right? Like, Wedding Singer. There's a lot of things that go. Oh, it's set in the '80s. That Wonder Woman movie. They're like, let's set it in the '80s, and 84. you can pull off the '80s are so goofy and stupid, right? That people can, you can you can use that as a base reality to make a product pop in goofiness, right? And like give right. it style. You, '90s stuff doesn't really like the '90s stuff doesn't really work, right? Like the the best like parody I saw in the '90s. They did a great job. Was um, and I love this show. I thought it was awesome. It was uh, what the fuck was that show called? Shit, I don't even remember what it was called. That's crazy. What was that show? It was on Hulu. And uh, oh, Pen Fifteen. Pen Fifteen, right? Like that was great. I didn't even see it. I don't know where that came from. No, the first season of Pen Fifteen is fucking great. Okay, 
I recommend that. This is the comedians of Pen15. Okay? It's fucking great. Really. I loved it. I really loved it. I loved it. But no one really, like, and, 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 and it, people liked it. But no one, you know, like, it's hard to set something in the 90s. I, I, you know, you can have like vanilla ice. There's a couple of things you can do, but the nineties, I'm sorry. were just a little bit normal. They were a little bit more normal. Now this feels like I'm debating somebody about the eighties, but I'm not, there's no other side of this argument. You know, if you would like to debate the eighties, uh, let's yeah. get, let's get that too low. Let's, let's have, get that. You want to debate the eighties, you know, send us a, an audio file of you, uh, 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 coming against me. I would say this, your argument's going to be that there's some great movies and that's true. There actually are some great eighties movies. Which we learned when we did is <laughs> someone, someone recommended a game, name the move. You have to name the movie and I have to guess whether it's De Niro or Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> are eighties movies better Nate, let's let's bring up some bring better up better than of, '90s movies. That's what I want to just Google and say. Which decade do you get the best movies, '80s or '90s? <laughs> I, don't know, I think it might be it might be the '80s. To be honest. Anyway, what, what, all right, what are, what are we doing? I was gonna say Obi Wan. <laughs> I love the respect for the prequels. We went on the '80s detour. Okay, yeah. Look, the prequels, the '80s were shit. The prequels need to be respected as canon okay yeah. whether you like them or not and i would also I'll, i'm 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 a defender of the prequels okay i don't think they're i don't defend them in the sense that like i think they're particularly good but the bottom line is that they came out of the same brain as the guy who had the whole concept for star wars and that's very important to me mm -hmm. it's why those other movies that we've immediately forgot them the what the race mm -hmm. the what what seven eight or nine they're gone no one's thinking about those as, like, actual Star Wars movies. There's six real Star Wars movies. No one's like, oh, Rogue One. It goes, you it went four, Rogue One, five. You're like, no, no, no. Like, three, Rogue One. No, no, no. Right? It's side missions. Right? Which is, so, which is why I, you know, which is why I struggle to get through some of the stuff on Disney+. Plus, Right? Mm. But here's the thing. If we're going to respect the prequels as canon, Okay, and we're gonna see a show that has Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen reprising those roles, and we're seeing what actually execute Order sixty six looked like. <laughs> we're seeing like what that looks like ten years out. Well, then that's a pretty interesting lay of the land for a show. But here's the thing, uh, and I love it. Just opened up with Jedi's. And that's I struggle with anything Star Wars with which has a lack of Jedi's. I struggle. Mm. You know, and I don't yeah. need like, I, to be honest, I don't even want, I don't like when there's too many Jedis. Every time they show the temple and there's a bunch of Jedis fighting, I don't like that. I like when one Jedi is special. I think that's what works really well about the old movies is because you're like, oh, being a Jedi is kind of like this thing where pe some people don't even believe it's real. Because at that mm -hmm. point, you're 20 years removed from the Jedi order from all. Order uh, 66 being executed, right? So the Jedis are scattered. And so I think it's very cool that, like, some people don't believe in it, but they're very powerful. They're in hiding. There might be more. It's kind of this mysterious thing, right? I mean, you... let's be honest. <laughs> Jedis, as a Jew, 
they're Judais, right? I mean, like, Jedis are Jews. I mean, and if you ever want more proof of it, watch the pilot of this Obi-Wan show. They literally have, it's the first scene of the movie is, like, basically right of the show. is like right out of Inglorious Bastards when they're, like, looking for Jews underneath, Mm. right? What's the guy called who's looking for them? He's like, they're like hunters, right? Yeah, they're. I was just gonna ask that question. They have a sick name. The name is really good. It's like Squizzer. Like, Inquisitor? Is it Inquisitor? Squizzers. Exquisitor, too low. You're, you know. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. That's pretty fucking close, okay? Yeah, Inquisitor. Star Wars is a great thing where they like, they realize like they don't get too fancy with the names. You know, they're like, yeah. they're younglings. You know, yeah. like they always do that. They'll be like, these are called death sticks. They literally have things <laughs> like one of the drugs is death sticks, you know? Yes. So they do a lot of that where things are just Spice. named. Yeah, exactly. There's spice in this, which is interesting. Yeah. Like very Dune-esque. But yeah, the Inquisitors, is they're Nazi hunters, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not, 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 they're, no, they're not Nazi they're hunters. They're Jew hunters. They're Jew hunters, right? Yeah. It's right at that character, uh, what's his name? Who played like... Uh, Whatever the guy, you know, from uh, won the Oscar and enjoys bastards. So that I thought that was really cool. Hunting Jedi's like Jews. I'm gonna get it special. Name. I love that. And I'm Jewish. What are you saying? I'm gonna get his name. His name is um, Christian. It's close though. It's crazy. I don't know what his name is. That's Christopher crazy. Waltz. Yeah, it's Christopher Waltz. Yeah, yeah Christopher Waltz. Oh. Yeah. So that's it. So I love that. Um. And I, uh, 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 okay, so I love that, and I love Ewan McGregor, so it's fun. So so I was liking it. I do think that people would, I don't know, Tula, you, you go. Um, I think people just need to chill the fuck out. People are, were disappointed by the pilot, I felt like, right? Yeah, I mean, it's cute and fun, but, like, the way the second episode ends, you're like, oh, yeah, baby, let's go. You know, like... I love all these shows. I think they're fucking incredible. Like, I think we're living in a time where if you don't appreciate this, let me tell you something. Episodes one, two, and three needed this era of fucking technology. Like, if they redid one, two, and three now, they'd be the best fucking movies in the world. Like, ever. Here's my problem, okay? My problem is... Well, I mean, there's so much good shit in the prequels. I love the prequels as they are, okay? I... I, I, (laughs) Do you I understand what I'm saying, though? Age. It's like, like I, I, I'm, there, I'm there not is, a big Star Wars buff. I've seen all the movies so the, many times, but I'm not like a Star Wars nerd. But like, I appreciate the new stuff more because it looks so fucking incredible. And it's great. And it's entertaining. It's like, here's the know? problem: people smell phony. They, they smell false, right? And sometimes you do everything right, it all makes sense, and it just feels like false, right? So, for example, that's mm-hmm. exactly what's going on with CM Punk's win. It does not feel it's like, why do we like wrestling when people give a shit about wrestling, right? About being wrestling fans. They're like, oh, it's fake. It's like, no, no, it's not fake. Like when you watch somebody earn the title, it's better than just a, a fluke win uh, in sport to me. Like it's like or something like or, 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 or we don't even need to compare it. It's just like, you know, when someone wins that they earned it, right? That they climbed mm-hmm. that ladder like, you know that Hangman was wrestling Jericho for the first title, and you could feel like he's not ready for it. And then when he was ready, he did win, you know? And, like, you see all that, and you feel all that. And that's part of the the authenticity of wrestling, you know? 
Uh-huh. And then there's the times where someone surprises you. You don't think they're ready, and then they step up to the plate. They give someone a title, and you're like, you know what? Actually, they're pretty fucking good, you know? Um, and, like, watching a guy like Riddle, love him or hate him, he came up to the roster, it was kind of goofy, and you're seeing, like, oh, fuck, he's clicking. That's, like, pretty cool, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, th- that's the problem going on with Star Wars, where it's like CM Punk, it's like he won the title, and you're like, all right, that's fine. He, it's just he's just not believably the best wrestler, like the top guy there, you know. Right. right, it, right. It, 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 in the way that we we see it, you know, and even though he's a huge name, uh, it, it, there's so much stuff that happens in these Star Wars shows where you're like, all right, that didn't happen. <laughs> like, I, I can't explain. It's like, yeah, sure, there was a big gap of time, but like, you're telling me that like. <laughs> that like at some point Luke Skywalker trained Grogu like you're like no that didn't happen like it's like when I watch it I'm like you know I'm like I don't know I don't believe that the the, the Luke Skywalker I caught up with later in the story he trained another little guy like, I, it's just, I don't know it just it doesn't feel like it happened like if I he thought was... about what happened in the story but it happens in Book of Boba yeah yeah well, I don't understand what that's you're saying. So that's after that's after, after Yoda dies. Six. So you're saying that like that happened before episode seven, Force Awakens. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And the hair there's just a feeling where I'm like, this didn't happen. Well, there's a very really... important a very important part happens in that in where Yeah. No, in uh Book of Bobos where they, they Oh, is it Mando? I think where they put Grogu on that like thing, and it and that's how like yeah he gives Luke him over connects. to Luke. He gives him to Luke. No, he puts him on the rock in order to find other Jedi, like to contact other Jedi, and he connects. He sends out a signal, Grogu, yeah, while that, sitting on that Luke rock. Show, Luke shows up in that in that yeah. elevator sequence, right? Mm-hmm. No, 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 I I'm not saying that it's it's written great. When I see it, I go, oh, that's cool. But there's well, a part of the time, back of my brain where I go like, eh, this didn't happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, at that time. If Star Wars is an actual one linear story, right? And I I, I use the movies as my base. I'm like, you told me after this. <laughs> Yoda, <laughs> you, you know, like like the, he did. He starts training like another little Yoda guy. I'm like, nah, I don't believe it. I don't think that happened. Well, he was trained by Yoda. Right, and then he uses his training. Somebody train. knows what I'm th- somebody feels what I'm saying. Like I'll buy it, but it my heart just farted. when I turn it on, I'm not like when I like so when I showed up to watch Force Awakens, my brain was like, "This is the official episode seven. This is extremely important, right?" But then they lost me. Like by like seven, eight, nine, I was like, "Like ah, this didn't happen." You know, what I mean? like when I got to the last one, I was like, "Ah, this didn't happen." You know what I mean? Like I think the more I went back and watched them, I, I liked them more. It's one of those. Anyway, weird whatever. Things. That's just like my feeling on it. But I know. Hey, listen, you love you love that Star being Wars, said, man. I don't think that matters. Because like I've said, people get really caught up and I don't think they do anymore because we're out of the age of like being sentimental and mm. and like and like like they're, like they're making another Austin Powers from what I hear. And I'm like what? Yeah. And I'm like Go for it. Who cares? <laughs> Nothing sacred anymore. Like we live in the era oh. of sequels and prequels and and, and Did you see Top Gun? 
I heard it was great. I didn't see oh, it. Bro, it was amazing. I heard it was great. I mean, Top, talk that, about that feels like a movie that would benefit so oh, yeah. much from the upgrade in technology because the 80s oh. were shit. You know, bro, what I mean? let we me tell you this. something <laughs> visually, visually incredible. I saw it in Dolby. Like if you get a chance, either see it in IMAX or Dolby or 4DX, one of the two 4DX moves and stuff. The chairs move. But uh, Dolby well, there was, was like sick. five or six in DX. There was like badass Billy Gunn. There's China. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a triple a. it's Shawn michaels in there then i mean you gotta count tyson i mean <laughs> tyson was in dx for a little bit so it's not four it's like five or six it's really like seven dx should we just end on that <laughs> I, I was honestly honestly i was literally in my brain going probably should just end on that Let's one we, got, we went so long anyway i mean Let's make sure we got to do a bonus set after uh, we're going to do a bonus set this week. Yeah. Sorry, our schedules were insanity. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got I got a pretty crazy schedule coming up the next like eight weeks. So you, well, can uh, you record start... Thursday sometime. I think so. All Maybe. Right, well, let's try to watch Dynamite. Cause I want to I want to talk after Dynamite this week. See it. See it. What happens? Cause I think it's going to be a big Dynamite. It's in L.A., right? Oh, are you going? I I don't have tickets, I'm, but I, I mean, will you're be you're you're really. Wait, is it like, next week though? Do what I always do. It's this Wednesday coming up. It's tomorrow. Do what I, I'll probably get to buy tickets tomorrow. Or is it so. June 9th? Wait, I think it's in June, so I don't think June it is. 9th? But, but I think guys, they're, they're all in L.A. though, right? Then Malachi says in L.A. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's AEW the forum. June first. It's it's Wednesday. Um, yeah, what I would tomorrow, recommend to you, right? Yeah, I, so, I don't have tickets, but look at because, me. Look at me. Look at me. But let you in a little fucking Nikki floor seats fucking secret. Here, yeah. Okay, bro. Set a fucking alarm on your clock on your yeah. fucking thing. Like ten thirty, just, just go to Ticketmaster. They always release tickets the day of. Yeah. Eat the whole day when you wake up in the morning. Go to Ticketmaster. Ten thirty. Go to Ticketmaster. Wait, they'll eventually release tickets. And you'll right. get really good seats for a good price. I, I really just kind of this escape. I've just been so fucking busy with so much shit that, like, escaped me. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Here. And you have a show on the second, right? And also, yeah. Also, on the second, uh, this Thursday at, like, uh, the Lucha House, uh, I'm doing in Pasadena. I'm doing a show. Oh, well, that's uh, good. It's not, it's not an improv show, so at least you're just showing up for that one. Yeah, Night of a Thousand Honks. I'm doing stand-up yeah. uh, with uh, Ziggler and uh, Ryan and probably a bunch of AEW guys is my guess, right? Yeah, I saw a lot of good promos for that. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that should be fun. And, um, uh, yeah, good shit. And then All you right, have last improv. Last improv, right? June 6th. Sold out already. Sold out about two weeks early. Yeah. <laughs> and I, actually, I it sold out the day I posted the I posted the roster, and it sold out within, like, an hour, <laughs> uh, which was very dope. We It had been on sale for a while, so there was, like, a bunch of tickets already sold, but I didn't do any promotion for it because I had other show. We had Comedy yeah. Poll show come up. We had a bunch of live shows in L.A. So, But the day I started promoting it, I put it up, and they were gone. So it was fucking dope. Very I saw exciting. Nicole Nicole Byer said it's her favorite show to do. Nicole Byer said, uh, honestly, this is my favorite show. She loves performing on it. She wrote me a nice message thanking me for uh, allowing her to do it, uh, which is... Uh, which is obviously, I know Nicole, Nicole forever. Uh, me and Nicole were on a Herald team in New York. People don't know. 
uh, notoriously best. are we've talked about on this podcast. We said we never did funny scene together, but I want to give you an update. We I have video proof of me and Nicole doing a funny scene now, so it's not true. It's not true. Good we'll times, the Discord. Good, good times. So yeah, I'm probably I'm probably gonna weasel my way into going to see Dynamite tomorrow night. I'm telling you, just check Ticketmaster tomorrow during the day. You'll be very happy with what you find. All right, I'll see if Christina wants to go. Uh, Perfect. Should be a good time. All right, everybody, good shit. Patreon.com slash Comedians Wrestling. We have a bonus episode. Uh, let's get somebody to debate me about the 80s being better than the 90s. I would love I'm that. I'm sure we could, we could probably get somebody on that for the bonus episode. Yeah, I don't know any. I don't know people's age. I'm not good at knowing people's age. I have a you feeling Stu, Stu's Wood's probably definitely screaming. Uh, Philip Hollingsworth is probably screaming. Actually, I don't know. Maybe they might be more nineties guys. He, he, the eighties just to give me the willies. But listen, let me tell you, I, uh, they give me the wet willies. Uh, no, that's nineties. Is Sandlot Will Smith? Willie Big Willie style? Ooh, man, that's a great argument against the nineties. Will Smith. As a, as Will a Smith. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting jiggy with it. Na 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 na. You believe it? He slapped nah, nah, Chris, nah, nah, Chris nah, Rock. Nah. I still can't believe that happened. I mean, I know it's like it's old news. You know what I mean? But I still, I, I can't even, I, I can't even believe that was a real thing. I was at the Oscars. Yeah, man, there's a at lot the of fucking sh- Oscars. You know, <laughs> nothing's, nothing's fucking real anymore, bro. Nothing's real anymore. Everything's upside down. A, we're literally in you the see upside this Mike down. Mike Myers show. Mike Myers put out this show. It's terrible. On Netflix, I, yeah, like I was like not watching that. <laughs> yeah, it's like Mike Myers is like the funniest guy ever. You know, everything's yeah. on its head. Will Smith was like the nicest guy ever. He's slapping Chris Rock. Mike Myers yeah. isn't funny anymore. It's like terrible. We're living in end times, baby. Uh, top Guns back. <laughs> like what's going on? Top Guns, the top. We're back movie. in the eighties. We're back in the eighties. <laughs> top Cruise is so weird. Uh, our our um, multiverse, our mul- the multiverse of madness is currently happening. Like our different eras are starting to all clash together. It's just pure chaos. The Batman movies stunk. I mean, Jesus Christ. Oh, everybody. All right, let's get out of here, everybody. Everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Uh, Eat my ass.